0: Look at a stone cutter hammering away at his rock, perhaps a hundred times without as much as a crack showing in it, yet at the hundred and first blow it will split in two, and I know it was not the last blow that did it, but all that had gone before. What's up, everybody? Hope you're doing good. Um, I've decided, to, pretty much at the start of each podcast now, I'll read a quote. Um. It's probably a quote that, like, you know, I, I'm not just going to fucking Google search quotes and then read you a quote. It'll be a quote that at some point in my running career that I've um, came across or read or um, thought it was useful. Um, and I think this one's useful today because if I rewind back to um, just shortly before or just shortly after Doha, um you know there was a lot of disappointment and um, frustration, and um, and running can be a really frustrating and disappointing process, and and you know it can really beat you down sometimes. And then you know then you fast forward three weeks later to Dublin, and you know I'm, I'm quoted as saying it was the best day of my life, and there was there was no lies behind that, um it really was, um. So no, I think that's important. It's important that like the, the stone cutter um chipping away at his rock easily could've quit, easily could have stopped, didn't, kept going, and the end result is, as you just heard, on the hundred and first blow the the stone erupts um into little small pieces. Um and, and that's a bit like running, you know, you can chip away at training and sometimes you can get training right, sometimes you can get it wrong and then you learn and then you try again or you just stick with it. And the guys that stick with it end up like usually going on and being a lot more successful than the guys that quit for pretty obvious reasons. Um, And, you know, that's one thing that I've certainly seen at my level of athletics. And, you know, when when I was a kid, I went to, uh, I think it was like a schoolboy international race and there was... Eight Irish kids and eight English kids and eight Scottish kids and eight Welsh kids um, and we all competed in um, in a cross-country race and you know of all the of all the guys that were on that team back then you're looking at you're looking at very few still competing um, and I think that's important to I, I often get messages from maybe guys that were sort of competing back then and and they'll be very like congratulatory and stuff and um and some of these guys like were better than me and 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 really it's it's fair to say the guys that keep going are you know the guys that go on to be the most successful. Um because running does take time. It's not a it's not a quick process and um if you lose hope and you get frustrated and you give in, well, you know, you're really limiting your chances of like further growth. Um and sometimes like the stone cutter, like You've no idea when that hundred and first blow is going to be, and you'd be a fool to think it was, you know, your last two to three weeks training. Because chances are, it's the years and years of like frustrated continuation in the sport. You know, it can be frustrating, it can it can be annoying, but I think usually when you stick with it, good things tend to come, um, and that's probably the same with a lot of things in life. You know, and um, not to get too like philosophical and just let me have a drink all right so anyone that follows me either on instagram or strava will know that i'm now back in flagstaff um yeah (laughs) long story and but a long story cut short i knew it was the the right thing to do i knew it was the right place for me to be um Very easy to get complacent. Um, complacency would have started to exist back in Belfast. And I'm not saying that I wouldn't have worked hard in Belfast because I absolutely would have. And, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty driven bloke and like I do work hard, but, um, I just think it would have been easy for a complacency to start existing in Belfast. And, you know, you sort of, I don't know, is the quote, you think your shit don't stink and, you know, you think you're a bit better than you are, and and so all of a sudden laziness creeps in, and um, so and I also like was starting to just get a little bit, a little bit frustrated with like all the running around I was doing. I was doing a lot of fucking around, um, and you know I'm going to see family and then I'm going to see friends, and 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 it was a lot of fun and it was really cool to like catch up with like friends and catch up with family and. Um, but at the end of the day, it's not the time or the place, I would probably say, to be doing things like that. Like this this really is the time now to knuckle down and, and just put in hard work um, and hope that at the end of all that hard work, instead of being like one foot in the door to Tokyo, you're like, it's a done deal. Um, and it would be a real waste of, <clears throat> I don't know, fitness, gift, whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, whatever I've built right now, you know, we're super close. Um, and so I definitely thought it was worth it. Um, I decided on Saturday, and I booked a flight for Sunday. And, you know, here I am. Um, I texted, sorry, I emailed the likes of Athletics NI, Athletics Ireland, and my S&C coach, and my nutritionist, and all these kind of things. You know, I, I did that on the plane. And, and, and at, at this point, like, Nobody, nobody would be like annoyed at me for just like leaving. Like it just is what it is. People get it. People get that when I come back to flag, I reach a different level of commitment. Um, you know my my goals, like they like almost like when I'm when I'm back in Belfast and you know anytime I've been back in the UK. Um, it's not that my goals aren't like big goals. Like they are, they're just not as big as what they would be when I jump on a plane to Flagstaff, Arizona. So um, that was the goal, um, and so yeah, here I am, um, and it was it was pretty pretty easy travel. Um, that went pretty well, um, and yeah, I've been back two days now. I did a eight mile run yesterday in some gym, um, and then today I did probably about nine miles. Um, tomorrow I'll probably do twelve. Thursday, I'll go back to eat, and then Friday, I'll probably do like a light session. Um, my foot, still not great, um, but apparently it's manageable. A um, couple of physios gave me their input and said that they, they don't see why. There doesn't seem to be too much damage. There was an ultrasound scan done on the foot, and there was only a little bit of irritation and a little bit of inflammation. So that kind of helped my decision to just abandon ship. Um, it's not easy to just leave all the time, you know, like, I don't really, I don't know how to explain it, but like, I wish I could stay home. Um, I love home and I, I love my friends. Like, I mean, I really love my friends and, um, you know, I was excited about the prospect of like, I don't know, like just getting an apartment and cracking on with life a little bit and not just running all the time. And, um, but like I said, there's a... There's a timing to everything in life. And, you know, it's probably just not the time when you have eight months. You know, eight months really isn't a lot of your life. And there's eight months roughly to qualify. Am I right in saying that? Um, November, December, January, February, March, April, May. Holy fuck, it's seven. Um, So, you know, you have seven months to qualify for the Olympics. And what you do in the next seven months, then you know, in seven months time, you're fucked. It's done. Um, you have four years to wait before you can do this all over again. Um, and that's really, really important. Um, so, you know, I think I've done a really good job. I learned from the 2016 and in 2016, I just didn't give myself enough time. I basically had one year to try to make the Olympics. And that was one year to get fit, to learn the marathon, to not get injured, et cetera, et cetera. And, like this time round, it's been a much more gradual and patient build up to basically get to this point. And you know, maybe I'm getting very close to that 101st hammer shot. You know, and and just like the stone cutter, and yeah, it's 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 fun. Um, okay, it's not fun all the time. Um, like I said, like it's tough to leave home and it's tough to leave family. And you know how many people I like upset when I leave. Like, and I'm not trying to like. Like saying like I have all these fans and admirers and blah 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 because I don't but you know you have like your little sister text you and she's like disappointed that you're leaving and disappointed that you might not be there for Christmas and you know you're just upsetting people close to you that obviously would like you to be around but but I obviously they understand and everybody understands and everybody gets it because you're chasing you're chasing something that perhaps like I said sitting in Belfast in that apartment watching my Virgin media maybe I just wouldn't have achieved it there. Um, I'm not saying you can't, it's just that I I don't have it in me to just sit there and not be here and not be here at altitude and not be trying to be the best I can possibly be um, by dedicating myself as much as I can to try to become an Olympian. Um, and and that's, that's just me. I, I tried, I, I, believe me when I say I tried to stay at home, like I really wanted to. And, I told everybody close to me that I was planning to and, and I, I just couldn't help myself. Like I just, for whatever reason, I just wasn't settling and I'd wake up every day and I'd be checking the airline and I'd be checking flights and um, eventually I booked a flight and texted Haas, and I'm sure he was like, what the fuck? For um, Haas doesn't know what day it is with me. One day I tell him I'm staying at home the next day um oh yeah by the way I'll, I'll be in flagstaff later tonight and has thinks i'm absolutely nuts which he wouldn't be far wrong um so there you go but look i hope everybody's you know well into their recovery process from dublin um you know i uh, i hope you guys are starting to the body's starting to feel a little bit better and um you know you, you're, you're probably getting around uh, getting out for a couple more runs and um it it's an exciting time um what the fuck is this card machine doing? Go fuck yourself card machine. Sorry, it's pissing me off, dude. It always works like for fuel here and for whatever reason today it's just being a little prick. So right I have to go inside. So I might have to pause the podcast in a wee second while i go inside here. Um Yeah, shut off, I get it. Retard. Um well okay, it's not it might work this time. it doesn't work this time I'm going inside. Yeah, yeah, fucker. Yeah, okay, so it's an exciting time, you know, if you've just, um, if your body, I mean, I'm sure some people's bodies still hurt. My body still hurts, like, my muscles are brilliant, but for some reason, that foot and the perineal, I think I have, like, perineal tendinopathy or something, or I don't know. Physio told me a fancy word for it, but I'm 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 apparently allowed to run, and I just need to manage it, and some self-massage, and some actual physio and stuff over here. All right, now I can stop fighting with the uh, fuel. One good thing about America is fuel's really fucking cheap. Um, <clears throat> I gotta say, it was starting to it was starting to annoy me a bit that I would go and put forty five pound of petrol in my car, and it would only last me a couple of days. It's okay, probably more in a couple of days. That's a bit dramatic, but yeah, fuel in the UK is uh, not that cheap. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go watch. The guys are doing a bit of a session this morning. Um, Under Armour has a pretty cool group happening up now in Flagstaff. You know, there's um, they've signed a couple of new people, and um, yeah, they've got a pretty good thing going on. Um, So yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. Like it means I'm gonna have a lot more people to train with. And you know, there's a couple of Under Armour guys have joined, and then you know, anyone that knows me and my time in Flag, um, Chaz also trains up here, and I've got pretty close to Chaz over the years and done quite a lot of training with him, so, um, you know, he's always there to jump in with, like, for Sunday long runs and things like that, and runs during the week, Um, and then I think we, like, yesterday I went and touched base with, like, there's a new gym coach, they're doing their gym through, like, a, like a high-performance center, I guess you could say, here in Flagstaff, and um, I've got stuff in my teeth, I look like a bit of a Trump. After my morning run and throwing on my casual track here. Um, But, yeah, no, so that's pretty exciting. So I need to decide (coughs) whether I want to keep doing my gym stuff from the coach at home or if I want to switch to, you know, have somebody on site here in um, America or whatever. Um, But, yeah, look, there's there's lots of time to sort of make decisions like that. I think Houston's still the plan in January. Um, I dabbled with the idea of doing a half marathon there. And then focusing on like a Seville or a Tokyo marathon or um, something like that. But I, I just know that I, I can be fast at Houston, I guess you could say. Like, you know, I've been there before. I I know the course and, you know, hopefully this time I don't fuck it up and go the wrong way. But um, even things like that, even knowing what to look out for and, you know, where it's tough and where it's not and where it's quiet and where it's not. And it's a, it's a pretty powerful It's powerful to have that experience, Um, but yeah, it really depends how, like I, yesterday I was a bit concerned about my foot, today I was a lot less concerned, I I beat the shit out of it yesterday with self-massage, and not that I'm saying it was like risky, but like I had no idea how it would kind of respond to that, and I'd read online, and I'd had advice from like the physios at home, and there was certain target areas like around the perineal muscles coming up the leg, and you know foam roll the bottom half of the leg and I I really went to town and then I probably iced it four or five times just because of that like um just to be on the safe side with regards to like inflammation and um anything I could do on my side to like reduce the effects of like the massage and yeah I I did as much of that as I could um and then today it was really good that's the best it's been so um I'm I'm pretty hopeful and today gave me a lot of confidence like and um, it's, it's Houston's actually 10 weeks from this Sunday, which I know it doesn't seem like a lot of time, but 10 weeks is a long time. Um, and so as long as I'm like, I said to Haas, as long as I can run about 14 to 15 miles next Sunday, I I'm pretty happy to like, you know, be, be targeting Houston. Um, I don't think I'm in any sort of position that I need to like force it. So, you know, if things aren't going that well or things aren't looking that good, there's no, there's no telling what two marathons within three weeks will do to the body. You know, I'm a bit of a like arrogant fucker, and like I just think my body's this like fucking beast, and like it'll be fine. But of course, like logically, if you think about it logically, it might not be. You know, it might, it might take its toll on the body a little bit. You might find I feel a little bit tired in training or fatigued and there's no point getting frustrated, there's no point thinking that I'm unfit, I'm clearly not fucking unfit, you know, I ran 26 miles last week at 501 per mile, so, um, but yeah, you know, if your body is struggling a bit, well then maybe you might find it's just a fatigue that has set in, or, you know, who knows, you know, two marathons in three weeks, like I just said, who knows, um, but yeah, I'm back in flag, that's exciting, um, I I wanted to talk a little bit, I guess, about on the on the idea of the quote that I read you guys at the start. Um, I want you to hang in there. You know, if you're struggling and you're going through a bad patch, or you know, Dublin didn't go the way you wanted it to, or I know some of my listeners did New York Marathon, and you need to hang in there because running running is more than the end result. You know, and, I, and I'm fucking guilty. And we're all guilty of just focusing on, like, the race result. And you forget about the Tuesday night at the track that like, you met everybody and you did your session. And, you know, you all laughed after and had a really fun time. You know, running's everything. Um, it's the whole process. It's the whole journey. And we often just focus on the very small things that, you know, like the race result or um, like the previous couple of race results. And, and running is a real it's just a real journey and, and it challenges you. And let's be honest, it's, it's really fucking hard and it's really difficult to get it right. And there's all sorts of reasons why. And, and you know, and sometimes you just have to understand that we're human and, and it's, it's tough and, and you can't always predict how things are going to go. And um, even, if you, even if you do the exact same training program, as maybe you did before, and that led to one result. You know, there's no guarantees it'll ever work again. And that's what makes it so fun and so exciting. And, but just remember that it's everything. It's, you know, it's the daily routine. It's that you can eat more. Um, it's that you have goals, you have ambitions, you have friends in your running world. You can Not many people can just, like, go on a little holiday to Berlin and throw in, like, a half marathon or a marathon. It's a, it's a real cool um, – it's just a real cool life. If you are involved, if you're involved with sport in general, it's just a healthier life. I just read, I don't know, I was on Twitter I think or something this morning that, I it was something like by exercising fifty minutes a week, you know, you you risk the chances of don't even know what form of illness it was or it was you increase the chances of immortality. It was basically saying by twenty seven percent, twenty seven percent's a fucking lot, you know. Um, so even from that perspective, even just feeling healthier, being healthier. Running is fucking pretty cool. And if you're in a bit of a slump, believe me, I'm always in slumps. But I just seem to have a way to pull myself out of them. And, you know, I talk about quitting and I talk about retiring and, and that's just me being an emotional little shit sometimes. And at the end of the day, I've been running since the year 2000, 19 years, and I still haven't quit fully. So that's just how it is. it is. It's the one sort of, in fact, it's the one constant in my life that still exists, and that's a that's a really fun thing. So, uh, you know, stop beating yourself up and stop, you know, what what do you what else are you going to do? And I don't mean that in a nasty way, but what else is going to give you what running can give you, you know? And it really is worth it. Like I, I'm the one that moans and says, Oh, it's not worth it, you know, to get laughed at European champs and you know to come forty third at the World champs and all this sort of shit, But that's just focusing on performance. Running gives you way, way more than performance. And then see the day that a performance goes well, it beats the absolute shite clean out of being lapped at European champs and being 43rd at world champs. You, you forget that real fast on a day that it goes pretty pretty good. Um, so, yeah, like, you know, hang in there. And, um, you know, you never know when, when the next, like the stone cutter. you know, you never know when the next hammer shot or whatever or, or the next, the next couple of weeks training or the next race that you enter you know you never know when the next one is just going to be that one for you and you know sometimes it doesn't happen the way you think it's going to and sometimes it's not this big amazing race and you fly around and it's really easy for you sometimes it's just a little pb and a pb that you haven't had for a while and or maybe you know it's you got your fuel strategy right and you know your stomach didn't get upset in a marathon and. It might not necessarily have ran a PB, but it might mean that, you know, now in the next one, when you're a little bit fitter and you know you can rely on that drink strategy, maybe it's that next one that's going to go really good. Um, and I think that's really important. So um, take it from me. It, it, it's worth it, you know, and, and, I, and I commit really hard. And, you know, here I am back in flag, and I have life really good in flag. Like, who am I kidding? Like, I'm not moaning about flag. But at the end of the day, I'm 6,000 miles away from my family and my close friends. And, you know, like I'm going to miss my birthday next Saturday. I'll I'll miss my birthday at home. Um, Luckily, my mom and grandmother had birthday cards ready because they know what I'm like. Um, And they, they, you know, gave them to me before I left. So they had one day's notice and um, luckily they sorted a few things out, but... I miss all sorts of fucking shit, birthdays, people giving birth to their kids, and, um, you know, mom and dad's anniversaries, and I I miss stuff all the time, um, and I guess I've just got used to it, and it seems unfair, but people forgive you, you know, days like Dublin Marathon, all the people that you've upset, and, you know, you've let down, or you've missed occasions for them, there is this forgiveness, and there is this, yeah, what you're doing is worth it, and, and, you know, I think it is, but... You know, these other things in life are important, too, Um, but it's worth it. Like, you know, it's like I said, seven months and you've seven months to make the Olympics and um, four years. You've got to wait. Four years is a long time and seven months is going to fly by. And I I think Flagstaff is the best place for me to be. Life's really simple here. I got up at six o'clock this morning, 630, had a coffee. I went for my own run. I wanted to go by myself just in case. my I, I'm going to be careful over the next week just to run, probably mostly by myself in case I need to run at a certain speed because of my foot and certain places that might not beat it up the same. Um, and now I am I went and got some fuel in the truck, and now I'm driving to meet the guys. They're doing a hill session, and I'm not doing hills, but I'm, I'm just going to go and support them and, and check out the new group and, and stand with the coaches and – yeah, just see how everybody's getting along, um, but just one sec. Just knocking a Red Bull back, that is delicious, wow, that's a new flavor called pear, I really like that, and I'm not sponsored by Red Bull, so I just happen to buy one in the the, the garage, we call it a garage, they call it a gas station, um, but yeah, look, sorry, I, I don't know, today might not have been fully productive, and but I just want you guys to know I'm focused. You know, I'm back running. It's 10 and a half weeks to Houston Marathon. And I, I fucking swear to God, I'm going to do everything I can to break to 1130 that day. And I really fucking can't wait. So, um, yeah, look, all the best, guys. Um, Have a good week and, and appreciate you listening.